Hi, this is Esti, host of the Friday A Public Affair. I hope you help us by contributing to WORT and you can also subscribe to the podcast. Bye. Six foot six above sea level. I grab my mic because I like to take it to another mental level. Low power frequency radio modulation. No change without struggle. No one in power ain't giving up nothing. No change without struggle. No one in power. W-O-R-T, 89.9 FM, listener-sponsored community radio, Madison, Wisconsin. And hello, welcome to A Public Affair. I am Esti Dinor. And what do you know, our uh, guest for today, canceled at the last minute, she is um, on a plane that um, has not taken off, and her co Writer of the book is um, busy. He can't join us either. So um, the show we were planning for today, The Big Myth, How American Business Taught Us to Loathe Government and Love the Free Market, um, will be rescheduled. Naomi Oreskes, who was supposed to join us, is um, a fantastic um, speaker about really important things, but um, we can have her today. So we are grateful to Norm Stockwell. Norman Stockwell, who um, joined us last minute. Norm, of course, used to work here at uh, WRT for a long time, and he's now the publisher of The Progressive. Hello, Norm. Thank you for hello, joining hello. us. Hello, <laughs> hello. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, having me on today. And also with me is Lois, um, who who works here and volunteers here, and she's here to play drop with me today. Hi, Lois. Hi, Esty. I'm very glad to be here because you. it's one of the programs that has so many things that interest me. Good. Thank you. And... Um, well, Lois is here, of course, because it's a pledge drive, and um, I was assigned by our uh, pledge queen here um, the uh, goal of 20 callers. That means 10 every half hour, and it's already 12.09, and uh, $1,000. So... I need you I need you to start calling right away and we do have actually people calling and we are so grateful to you our early pledgers and uh, donors but um, we need many 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 people to call 608-256-2001 I think it's extension 1 today yeah you know I think so um Jed will will let us know or uh, get on online on WRTFM.org and uh, click on that Donate uh, button and um, help us that way. Um, there's all kinds of uh, interesting premia. Um, Lois, tell us briefly. We don't need to know much. And then, then by the time Lois is done, I would like to be able to thank four people. Right now I have only two. Okay. Um, as usual, we have some interesting items uh, available to you, and one of them glows in the dark. Um, so that would be a, a glow-in-the-dark skull t-shirt. Um, but we have uh, everything available pretty much is um, sort of personalized with word emblem. And we have uh, items available from $30 to the $120 level. So if you're interested, you can go online and um, check that out before you call in. And that way you can, um, you'll know what we have available, what it looks like, and what you'd like. Right. Um, and... Norm, what did I say? Didn't I say that you were the publisher? What did I say? Oh, you didn't say anything, but I just, I just, uh, people are always confused about what to call me. So I just, uh, I just mm -hmm. chatted you a note there. Um, I'm, uh, I'm really pleased to be on with, uh, with WRT because really WRT is part of the community media ecosystem here in Madison uh, that, uh, 
my publication, the Progressive Magazine, is also proud to be a part of, and uh, we're really glad to be with you today. The Progressive, of course, is uh, also one of the premiums available uh, if people pledge during Esty's show today. So uh, if you pledge at the $45 level, you can get a one-year subscription to the Progressive Magazine uh, delivered to your door every other month. It's a bi-monthly publication. And uh, the brand new one is just coming from the printer right now. So if you pledge today, you'll get that brand new issue that we'll talk about a little bit um, within the next, uh, probably in about four weeks or so. So that that's why I couldn't find the brand new one here in the station. Oh, it's oh, it's any just <laughs> literally, literally just came off the press. All right. So, yeah, we can talk about that. Um, I want to thank my first two pledgers, um, and I hope to get for many more of you, 608-256-2001, extension 1, wartfm.org. Um, here I have a message. Oh, to thank Dale from Verona, who pledged to Mud Acres, and he loves Mud Acres, Back to the Country, and Rockin' John. And I have something to say about that. Maybe I will say it in a minute. Um, he pledged right before the end of the show. Thank you so much, Dale. Um, appreciate hearing from you. And for this show, we already got um, pledges from Harry Richardson. Thank you so much, Harry Um, also a volunteer at the station and generally speaking an activist in town I uh, actually just recently got a very funny um, message from his partner who is also a very good activist in town um, telling me something about um, Harry's childhood it, it was very f- it was very funny thank you Barb and, uh, and Harry and um, Also, we got a pledge from Richard in Madison, uh, who does not want a thank you gift. Thank you so much, Richard, for your um, generous support. And actually, both of them, when they list the shows that they like, both of them like a public affair uh, Friday and Thursday, so Alan's and mine. And also Monday news for Harry and um, Labor Radio. And uh, hey, you guys, we need to hear from so many more of you, like right now. Um, 608-256-2001 or wordfm.org. So, um, Norm, what is in the, give us just a, a general picture of what's in the um, upcoming Um, the version of um, the progressive oh that's a he's showing me the cover it looks very pretty and very scary I think yeah I mean this issue went to press just as the um, or at least was being assembled just as the fires were uh, raging through Maui and uh, we really wanted to address the issues of the climate crisis in here but also October is Indigenous Peoples Month and we wanted to uh, make sure to have those voices in this issue so we have a column by Winona Laduke and We have an interview with Nick Estes, who I know you've had on this program yeah, before. Yeah. Um, and we also have a wonderful, wonderful photo essay of some of the protests that have been going on in Wisconsin and in Michigan around uh, the pipelines, Line 5 and Line 3, the two Enbridge pipeline projects. And uh, the banner that's depicted... In this photo essay was actually just after this picture was taken the banner was uh, packed up and brought to New York City where it was uh, held by activists from Wisconsin and Michigan uh, outside the United Nations during the climate meetings that were going on there uh, earlier in the month of September uh, so this this issue talks about climate reparations it talks about uh, there's an article in here by uh, David Helvarg longtime journalist and activist around ocean issues and he talks about climate triage the fact that in some ways we are 
sort of past the tipping point on a lot of issues and we need to start uh, really kind of looking in terms of what are the things that uh, that we can save as quickly as possible uh, coral in the oceans of course being one of those things that he uh, that he talks about um, this issue also talks about uh, some of the recent positive legislation in the state of Minnesota where it uh, Minnesota has become the uh, the lead state around the United States in terms of uh, moving towards carbon-free electricity by the year 2040. There's an article on the costs of climate change in Central America. There's uh, an article about uh, people being evicted from their homes in the midst of a hurricane that was going on in South Carolina. So right in the middle of the climate crisis, they're being evicted from their homes as part of the eviction crisis. There's also an article about the uh, the move to create a public power company in the state of Maine that would be uh, responsive to the citizens of that state rather than a private corporation. So that's just some of the things in this uh, packed issue that is, uh, like I say, literally just coming off the press and going in the mail um, this week to uh, subscribers and those of you that pledge today at the $45 level can get a copy of this uh, in about four weeks. We'll be sending out a batch of them to WORT uh, listeners who have pledged their support to this program. I think that sounds amazing. Lois, yeah? Oh, it sure does. There's so many things. I was thinking earlier, um, sort of the, the my thought is uh, the APAs and a lot of a lot of things that we have on WART are for the perpetually curious, and um, they what what in a lot of cases they uh, our different shows can give you the information about so many things that happen, including all the things in Progressive, and then um, you know sometimes it's as much as you might want to know, but it also piques curiosity to look further and learn more. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, very well said. Um, as Norm was talking and, and mentioning that um, October is uh, Indigenous Peoples Month, I was looking, I have here a printout of uh, what just my shows since uh, July of last year. And um, of course, I am always very interested in uh, Indigenous Peoples and um, in in the contributions that um, they can and um, must be allowed, or I, I, that's not even a w- good way to say it, but um, I think that indigenous people to a large degree have the answer to how we can um, save the ability of our lovely planet to protect us, to, to allow us and other species to continue um, surviving. And so I, I look on uh, July 29 last year, I was talking about uh, the murders of um, an indigenous leader and a Western human rights um person in the Amazon because um, they were looking at the way white people are uh, destroying fishing and um, and the the rainforest um, 92222 had Paul Demain and Jill Ferguson to talk about line five and Tim Michaels and of course two years ago I was up there in the camp that um, was resisting line five and I reported directly from there. Um, And then one of my favorite shows of last year was in September 1622 about the true legacy of Queen Elizabeth II and and the British colonialism. Um, There was all this global sadness about the queen dying, and um, we here discussed uh, what a real legacy is, and and it's horrifying, horrible, terrible. Um, And there's a bunch more that I want to talk about, but Norm, you probably have something to say, and we haven't got any more pledges yet, and it's already 1221. 
Um, so I need to get eight more in the next nine minutes, 608-256-2001, extension one, or wordfm.org. Folks, if you appreciated any of um, these shows that I mentioned, Uh, any of the sh- any of the recent shows like the one last week about the mine that is starting to happen in the Pinocchis it's not enough that you tell me that you like it when I see you I need you to call right now or get online and um, give us some money which we need we'll talk to Nomi in a minute and then Lois te- will tell us why we need the money Norm yeah well you know it Esty, you're mentioning the, um, uh, the different guests that you've had on. And one of the themes, one of the threads that kind of runs through all of this is that indigenous communities are some of the most affected and yet have the least voice in responding to those, whether it be climate change or the COVID pandemic. You know, I was actually talking with um, uh, Jan Miyasaki uh, earlier this week and her guest, uh, Marin Denning, who is with the League of Conservation Voters and just got an award last night from Community Shares, was talking about COVID. And how COVID affected the native community here in Wisconsin in very disproportional ways the number of uh, of cases and the number of deaths resulting from COVID in the native community in Wisconsin was just tremendous you talked about the mines that are that are coming in uh, you know certainly here in Wisconsin we have the legacy of the um, treaty rights struggles in the in the 1980s in the northern part of the state over fishing rights and uh, also you indigenous peoples in other parts of the world that are affected by uh, US foreign policy the bases that have been built in uh, places like the uh, the Chagos Islands where there's actually a, um, uh, a right now a series of events happening in Washington DC as the Chagosian people are trying to get back to their homes after uh, decades and uh, David Vine, Uh, who has a, a long article in our August September issue just sent me an email about that uh, yesterday and about the events that are happening in DC um, and he says uh, I got to go back to find that email real quick um, but he says that uh, the Chagosian people are closer than ever to being able to return to their homelands uh, closer than any point in 50 years and Um, so they're uh, they're doing some actions in Washington DC right now pressuring the Biden administration meeting with members of Congress meeting with the Biden administration to uh, to try and get um, back to their homes similarly um, you know many of the uh, the US bases in uh, the Pacific are you On the lands of indigenous peoples of those island nations and uh, so you know yeah. over and over and over again the uh, the United States foreign policy and domestic policy has uh, disproportionately affected indigenous peoples yeah David vine by the way was my guest on February 10th um, this year that was an interesting um, show I wanted also to say that Well, Lois, we need money, right? Oh, yes, we need money. So um, uh, we did get one pledge, a generous pledge. Thank you so much. Um, Terry, who likes all news and public affairs, letters and politics, and all folk. Um, sounds like a worth listener to me. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, Thank you, Terry. We, we need your moral support as well as your monetary support. Um, Right now, we have the latest statistics. 78.5% of our net income came from you in the last seven months. That's amazing. It is. And the It's amazing, beautiful. The amazing thing is, these are just a couple of statistics. Our administration and office costs are only 4% of that, which is pretty amazing. Uh-huh. And um, it's most of... When you look at the percentages as of the, of the money that's spent, um, so little of it goes to things that oftentimes in corporate world take a I whole lot of money. I mean, non-profits too. Yes, you know? yes. And we've talked about that also. And so um, one, of the, one of the most recent issues that we have is um, 
we have a freight elevator that's about 60 years old. And it, wow. it really, um, it's important for uh, people who have different issues that have difficulty getting up and down stairs, yes. like wheelchairs, et cetera. We really need it for that. And we use it a lot for when there's festivals and things, and there's a lot of uh, equipment for those uh, festivals stored in the basement, and they have to come up, or supplies that have to go down. And um, we also are in the process of installing or about to start installing new sound boards and right. all kinds of things. And, and these are so necessary because uh, the ones we have are basically dying on us. And we need people to call to support us. Folks, um, I am at three callers out of 20. It is 1227. Uh, I am at about a third of um, the, the financial <laughs> goal. We also need two people... Um, who will be either new or increasing monthly donors. We need at least one new donor. And I don't hear the phones ringing. I don't know. Oh, we just anonymous just got the progressive mag online. Uh, good for you, anonymous. You will be you will not regret it at all. And Great. this Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. And, you know, uh, we should mention, SD, the Progressive is also a nonprofit, just as WRT That's is. Right. But we support community radio. And yes. the way that we support community radio is that we provide these magazines free of charge to the station to use as fundraisers. So yes. we're not and getting we anything really out of it. The station it. is getting 100% of your donation when you pledge right now and take the Progressive magazine as your premium. You get this wonderful magazine delivered to your house. Plus, you get 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year of community radio here on WORT. And that's how we work together, which is so important. I just want to say that Anonymous likes Mel and Floyd, a public affair Friday, and Musica Antigua. Again, um, such an interesting uh, mix of... Um, of, of um, what we have available and what um, people listen to. Um, I need to hear these phones ringing. What is the number, Lois? The number is 608-238-60. No, 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 no. That's your number. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It is. Well, don't call don't me. Don't give it. Um, <laughs> 608 <laughs> Like I haven't been here using that forever. Um, (laughs) Extension one. And Lois has (laughs) has pledged before, but not by phone. She was here as a volunteer. I want to get back uh, momentarily for that issue of uh, indigenous peoples. You said, uh, Norm, that they are the most affected um, by the results of um, Western culture, basically. But they are also the most effective in protecting our natural resources, which is why I feel it's so important to learn from them and and to um, support them coming out of these horrible um, situations that Western people, that white people have put them in. I also want to talk, you said about, um, you talked about uh, the death from COVID, which um, got indigenous peoples really all over the world the worst. Um, as you know, I was the artistic director um, of the Madison World Music Festival for its entire 17 years, and we had this wonderful um, band from, um, where were they, from Pooh, I think? Yeah, they were from Peru, um, from a village that has no roads. You just have to take a boat, and it takes three days to get there. And but they were they were fantastic. Um, three of them, three of them died um, of COVID, and the others were affected too. So. Um, so that takes me to another place. If you enjoyed the shows that I sometimes I sometimes sub for the global world global music shows, 
Um, if you've enjoyed this, you can you can pledge for that now too, uh, because I'm not going to sub during this pledge drive. But if you want to show appreciation for that, hey, I will take it. Um, other well, shows, you know, Esty, Esty, yes. you're you're very much like uh, these pledgers that we've had so far, where you're not just. Um, here to do the news show, you also participate in the station in so many other ways. You've been on the board of directors, you've been uh, hosting music shows as well as news shows, you go out to the uh, live events that Wart puts on around the community. You know, it's just, it, it's that kind of mixture that really is the typical Wart listener and Wart volunteer, that you're involved in so many different things that are about Uh, making this uh, a great community. And you know, Norm, you might remember, I was reminded recently, I absolutely forgot that, but um, I started and to some degree led the effort to get Wart online. Um, you know, you still remember the days that we weren't online and it was me who was like, we got to do it. <laughs> and, um, and we did it. It took a long time, but we did it. And right now, I'm also leading the effort to um, become, to stream, to stream from this studio where, where Lois and I are sitting um, so that we can get even more exposure because I think what we're doing is so important. And people, don't you agree? I need to hear from you. Yes. 608-256-2001, extension 1, or online at wortfm.org. Lots of different ways to pledge. And, you know, you mentioned the fact that you need sustaining members, the Evergreen Club, yes. as we yes. as we call it. And mm -hmm. that's really so important because, you know, one of the things that happens is WRT does these pledge drives a couple times a year, and there's sort of these peaks and valleys. Well, if you become a an Evergreen donor, a sustaining member of the station a small amount gets taken out of your bank account every month but it means that there's a pool of money that's available to kind of even out those uh, mountains and valleys of uh, fundraising that go on through this on-air drive so that's that's a really important way and it's also a very easy way to uh, to become a pledger to WRT because you don't have to give all the money all at once You give a little tiny bit each month, you know, less probably than uh, uh, you're spending on coffee or on other uh, For sure. uh, yeah. items. Five dollars so. a month, ten dollars a month. Uh, we, a lot of us spend it, you know, without thinking. Lois. Oh, I was just going to say um, one of the reasons I initially got involved at work was because I was trying to spread myself so thin with other organ with different organizations in town and once I started at word I realized that by um, keeping word on the air um, gives so many of those organizations a voice um, on word to let us know mm -hmm. what they're doing we talk about events coming up they could you know they can come on and, and introduce their organization um, so we we do provide a um, An outlet, a, a, a yeah, media outlet. Yeah, that is such a good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I want to thank the people who are helping us today. Um, let me see. Eric and Gary are answering the phones or are not answering the phones or just sitting there bored to death because you're not calling. 608-256-2001, extension 1. You can also... Donate to us on wartfm.org. I will also want to thank the Wart staff who's taking pledges. Tom, uh, who's so busy putting in these new soundboards and everything else, but he's also involved in this uh, project to um, be able to, to start streaming, like I said, from the studio where we're sitting right now. Thank you, Tom, for all of that. And we want to thank Milios for the food that they provided us. We still have not received any monthly donors. I don't think we have any new donors, though I don't know about the folks uh, online, the who pledged online. And we are at a little over a third to our um, goal of $1,000. We are just at four callers out of 20. Um, and, you know, maybe Susan is just too ambitious. I think the 20 callers in one hour 
maybe is a lot, but um, it depends on you folks and your help. Um, Norm. Well, Esty, let's let's talk about uh, your recent article for The Progressive, which, okay, yeah, uh, which I Thank think you. was a wonderful job talking about another issue of people in another part of the world, this um, about El Salvador. And you've covered uh, the uh, struggle against uh, metallic mining in El Salvador in the past. You did a story for us, I think, in 2018 about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And now you've revisited this five years later and talking about... Um, a group of five people in the uh, Cabanas region, which is, um, by the way, the home of Radio Victoria, which has a long-time relationship with WRT as well. Which and, is also, um, oh yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and these uh, these five people were arrested and charged with crimes dating back to uh, the country's uh, civil war, which was going on in the uh, 1980s. And... Um, they were just, since the article came out, they were just uh, uh, released from jail and put under house arrest. So that, that's a great improvement and a very positive sign in that case. But you, you talked about their story and also about other people in El Salvador that have been uh, uh, arrested under this state of emergency that uh, the president has declared there ostensibly to, uh, to combat gangs, but also um, sweeping up in that a lot of people who are active in uh, community organizations, in uh, uh, what they call NGOs, non-governmental organizations, and people who are uh, just totally unconnected to any of that stuff, but getting picked up in these, uh, in these raids um, by the police. So that's, uh, that's a story that you covered, Esty, in our uh, August-September issue, did interviews with those people um, and, uh, and put together a very fine article. And thank you, Norm. And there will also be an hour-long show about that, um, one that we think about as evergreen for when I'm gone next time, um, with other interviews that um, I wasn't able to include in the article, um, including an interview interview with a woman who is the mother of one of these kids who just one day got arrested and that was it, disappeared into this incredible carceral um, system that they have there. They learned, of course, from the United States, a good example, and we've talked about that in the show too. Um, and, um, and yeah, just arresting people and um, disappearing them, uh, not for the first time in the history of um, Latin America. And let me... Look here and um, see some of the shows we did about Latin America beside the ones that we've talked about. But I see here um, um, about uh, Brazil and the riots um, on January 8th after Lula was um, elected and also Bolsonaristas um, rioted again, just like here, right? Like Just like January 6th here. Um, My Boy Will Die of Sorrow, a memoir of immigration from the front lines by Efrensi Olivares. That was um, a really good show. Um, Peru, after Prime Minister Castillo was removed with Joe Marie Burt. We've covered, of course, Haiti, which is not Latin America, but it is in the Caribbean. Um, going back to some of the um, native people stories, and this was one of my really favorites, and I'll talk about why, but... Um, on June 23rd, we talked with Richard Emblin, who is the editor of the English language paper in Bogota about the survival of the Witoto siblings um, who survived thanks to the indigenous knowledge and uh, the good um, survival skills of the 14-year-old oldest daughter. Um, they survived, including a baby who was less than one year old. And I felt it was so important 
beyond the, you know, the sensational and the human interest and all that, because um, the army participated in the search for the kids, and the army in Colombia has been really... A, a tool of decimation of indigenous peoples. And here suddenly they are um, helping in finding these kids. And not only were they helping, but they were working together with native adults who were looking for them. And uh, the kids were actually found one day or, you know, the next day after the night when several shamans did a ceremony with ayahuasca. And, um, I mean, from, from what Richard told us, the the soldiers actually saw them turning into birds and, and animals, and then they found the kids the next day. and And that just felt so meaningful to me and like maybe there's hope for us you know maybe there's hope if if the soldiers are doing that yeah i mean definitely you know the um the stories here from from the united states as well of uh indigenous knowledge being um finally finally accepted into uh some of the mainstream uh disciplines you know whether it be some of the medicine science or, yeah um, in the in the case of the f- wildfires in the western part of the United States, some of the practices, indigenous practices for managing uh, forests, are now being taken uh, into account by the by the U.S. Forest Service. Or some of the uh, recovery that's being done of some of the uh, places where dams have been removed and uh, and the waterways are being opened up again. So all of these things are are ways that, um, you know, indigenous knowledge, which has been around obviously um, much longer than uh, modern, uh, uh, what we call Western uh, medicine, Western science, Western uh, uh, environmental uh, practices, that indigenous knowledge is now being accepted and incorporated into some of the uh, what's termed mainstream thinking on these yeah, issues. Yeah, a little late, hopefully not too late. Lois? Um, one of the important things to me and a lot of these programs that um, cover, well, different parts of the world, but especially um, because we are, because of the immigrant situation, I I really um, sometimes questioned how much a lot of people know about what happens in South America, Central America, why these people are coming here. And yeah. I think it's really important that people in the United States learn more about the politics, our involvement in the politics, our involvement in the economics of the different countries, um, so that they understand what happened in these countries and perhaps why uh, the immigrants are wanting to get to come into the United States um, because of the situations that end up happening in their countries. And that's exactly what we do on this show and what we've been doing for almost 28 years. I will celebrate my 28th year um, in early November, but again, Norm, I'm sure, remembers all the uh, shows I've done about the uh, CIA and its involvement in um, places all over the world about the um, School of the Americas t- um, teaching torturers and, and dictators how to be even better at um, what they're doing, the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, and how that destroys countries all over the world through um, financial means. Folks, if you appreciate any of that, um, the time is to support us now. And so we have two people to support. Thank you so much. Um, One is online, an anonymous online who says, keep up the good work. We will. We need help to continue doing that, though. Uh, I promise that as long as I'm on the air, I'll continue doing what I'm doing. But um, 
like Lois said, we need a lot of help to keep the station going. And looks like I have to thank Aaron too. Um, I don't know yet how much Aaron has given us, so I can't tell you exactly where we're at, but we still are not at our half um, of the goal that we have to raise. We are not at $500 yet. So, um, so here we got some information from Aaron. Who, prefer, who likes a public affair on Friday, psychoacoustics, an hour of slack, and labor radio again. Such an interesting uh, mix that shows so much about both the station and the listeners. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Anonymous. Uh, thank you to all of you who are going to call right now or pledge on um, online, wordfm.org, 0608-256-2001. We really need to hear from you. We have less than 15 minutes left, and uh, we are still very far from um, where we need to be. So, um, Norm, tell them something. Yeah, well, you know, uh, and Lois mentioned this a little bit about the role of the United States. Certainly uh, during the uh, 1970s and 80s, we just uh, commemorated the 50th anniversary of the coup in Chile, which the U.S. government and the CIA were were very instrumental in uh, uh, pushing that coup, which resulted in a, a long, long dictatorship by Augusto Pinochet. Um, but uh, also um, now, today, the, uh, the Trump uh, people, Steve Bannon and others, are, uh, are still exercising their influence in uh, Central and South America, as well as in Europe, to, to bolster these authoritarian states. The uh, lead candidate who's running for president in Argentina right now is uh, compared to Trump and is, is connected to the... Uh, the Atlas Network, which is uh, people have heard probably on, on this station about ALEC, the American Legislative Exchange Council. Well, there's a similar one down in um, Latin America that's called the Atlas Network that uh, promotes this legislation that favors um, a, a right-wing libertarian point of view and authoritarian rule. And so that's uh, that's going on. We had, of course, the, uh, the presidency of Bolsonaro in Brazil that you mentioned mentioned earlier, which was, uh, you know, very much like the uh, the presidency of Donald Trump here in the United States. So these these influences are continuing and creating the conditions that um, cause people to flee these countries. Uh, We have a regular correspondent uh, down in Guatemala who writes a piece called The Other Americans. It's on our website, progressive.org, and he covers these issues of the the reasons for migration from these countries. And he's, he's uh, actually just wrote a piece about the 43 students who were disappeared, mm. the students from Ayotzinapa, Mexico, Mexico yeah. which just, there was a ninth anniversary of that a mm. couple days ago. And he wrote a piece about that and how the, uh, the families are still looking for justice in, in that case. Uh, so, you know, these are the kind of things that uh, WRT covers all the time, that the progressive covers all the time. And you can pledge right now to support that at 608-256-2001, extension 1, or you can go online at wortfm.org and um, you can get a subscription to the progressive magazine. Yeah. And uh, we just got another pledge from uh, a donor actually a donation from uh, Barbu, who is getting the Progressive magazine. And good for you, Barbu donor, that you listen both to Word and, and, and then you get um, the Progressive. And I forgot to turn off my phone today. Um, and it's, well, we'll just let it ring. At least it's, it's, it's got a very nice melody. Um, and our Barbu donor uh, likes all news and public affairs, all world music, and Green Morning Radio. Um, thank you so very much. We are now past the halfway. We have less than 10 minutes to raise the next $500. So, um, Lois, why should people donate? And I'm going to check on all of our um, online folks to make sure that they got them all but yeah go ahead well 
um, we should we are we are hoping that people will donate that you will donate because of course we would like to continue presenting the wide variety of music of news of uh, public affairs local uh, we have a show that um, people you know have our, our show on Mondays that people can come in and um, anybody can sign up to uh, put on a program and if you call in um, or if you go online we do have some uh, premiums available the one thing that is um, new is our wart glow-in-the-dark skull t-shirt at the $120 level if it's uh, if you're a monthly donor uh, at the $100 level and um, it it will come in royal blue purple or black or red and then um, you know it runs small through 3x so there again you can go online um, and uh, look or you can call the number and ask people if you go online at wrtfm.org um, hit the orange donation button um, you can look at uh, the different premiums available but there are things available um, if you are interested but the main thing is that you um, that you call Wart and support us so that we can continue doing what we've been doing and um, people are always looking to improve the way we do things or present the news um, so I think there's a podcast now yeah busy. so um, yes please um, call or you can also go online it's and I, I want to go um, to talk about a couple maybe other shows that um, uh, that I really felt very good about uh, in recent times first of all um, last week, the Pinocchio's mine, um, I got so much good response to that. And as I mentioned at the beginning of that show, I was the first one uh, outside of northern Wisconsin to talk about... Um, no, that w- to talk about the Pinocchio's mine. Last week, we, talk about, we talked about the, um, the Porcupine Mountains... Um, mine that uh, is starting to happen and I got a lot of response for that and and like I said I was the first person to talk outside of northern Wisconsin about this and and these three guys were very very appreciative of that and um, also of the Pinocchio's mine um, 10, 11, 12 years ago and uh, we won that one. There is no Pinocchio's mine and we are hoping to win this one this one too. Um, the, the one that might destroy um, not just the um, uh, n- not just the uh, mountains there, the Porcupine Mountains, but also Lake Superior which is um, a huge salt, not salt water, sweet water lake that um, that I think they said 10% of humanity depends on. So um, people, if you appreciated any of that, I need you to call right now or get online right now. We need to get this money. It's essential for the station. Norm. Yes, Esty. Thank you. I uh, I was just thinking. I I I'm going to have to leave a couple minutes before the end no. of the show. So so people should thank you for uh, joining people us. Should, people should call in. People should call in now to uh, so I can see your names and and thank you. Um, but I wanted to uh, just note in this next issue of the Progressive, which you'll get if you pledge uh, right now at the forty-five dollar or higher level. Oh, higher. This uh, this brand new issue of the of the progressive has a a reprint of an article by Mark Anthony Rollo, and I just wanted to give a shout out to Mark Anthony Rollo. He was a Native American journalist here in Wisconsin. He was a member of the Bad River Band of the Lake Superior Chippewa, and he began writing for the progressive in 2002. Sadly, he passed away in May of 2020. Mm. Um, very likely as a result of COVID along with other complications. Um, and uh, 
so we did a tribute to him, which you can see on our website at progressive.org. But in this issue of the magazine, we have a reprint of one of his articles from 2017 uh, that talks about the title is The Indian Wars Have Never Ended. And it talks about the struggles um, that have gone on for so many years in this country, all the way up to Standing Rock uh, and the protests there against the um, oil pipeline. So that's we talked one about more thing. so much on this show. Mm -hmm. now, one yeah. more thing that you'll get if you uh, if you pledge right now at wortfm.org or at 608-256-2001, extension 1, ask for the progressive as your thank you gift. Although there's lots of other great thank you gifts as yes. well. And, mm -hmm. and there's a there's a beautiful uh, mug. There's a new T-shirt. There's all kinds of things that uh, that people can get. And really, the thank you is not the gift the thank you is this radio station 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year for almost 50 years on the air here in madison right Wisconsin. and an anonymous actually just um donated and got the apple green bistro mug um pick and uh her favorites are her Infinite Variety, a Public Affair Friday, and Mad Acres, and we also got a pledge by phone from Anna, who likes ST shows, all public affairs, all international, and new music. Thank you both so much. Um, really, really appreciate hearing from you all, too. Um, we have... Two and a half minutes left. I need another $330 to make my goal. Obviously, we're not going to make our goal by number of um, callers or um, the new monthly. And all. Well, I shouldn't, you know, people might still call with monthly donations. But I need $330. Dollars six zero eight two five six two thousand and one org. Norm, thank you so much for joining us last minute as you did. Uh, very, your pleased, parting very words. pleased to be with you. And um, uh, I, I'll mention that also on uh, October eighth on Worldview, uh, Mark Becker, another veteran of uh, WRT, and I are going to be uh, doing a program where we'll, we'll be talking more about these issues in Latin America that we've discussed today. So that'll be on a Sunday. Um, October 8th, so that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, awesome. Um, thanks. <laughs> appreciate you joining us. Appreciate, of course, uh, you making the uh, progressive available to our listeners. Um, and you know, I wanted to talk quickly about another one of my favorite shows um, from uh, March 31st, 23, with Professor Candace Fujikane about Hawaii and the militarization and uh, the way she put it, decolonizing the Anthropocene. That was an awesome show and so much more relevant now with the, with the fire in uh, Maui and, and the destroying the destruction of Lahaina, um, a really important place. It's where the Hawaiian queen used to live before the United States uh, deposed there and um, took over. People, you can still call for this show. We will get it if you call right now and save it. It's for a public affairs, 608-256-2001, a pub, uh, um, wordfm.org. Stay tuned, of course, for the funny boys. But uh, 3.30, I need dollars for this show. Thank you, Norm. Thank you, um, thank you, Lois. Thank you, Jade. Thank you, Emmett, who today um, um, sat for subbed for uh, summer. Thank you, Gary and Eric and Tom for answering. And thanks to all of you who pledged. Really appreciate it. We'll talk next week. Bye bye. <laughs>